When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello? Did you see Big Ball's bill last week? Uh, no, uh, yes. What did you... What did you think? I don't like being touched. I'm glad I wasn't here. There's a cat here that's pissing me off enough. I, I don't want anybody touching me. Mom, Big Balls can stay away from me. Hi, Brent. Hi, Brent. I've Hi. never been on a live broadcast before. I'm kind of excited. How's your armpits? They're fine. How are your... Uh, fingers. My fingers are fine. You're weird. They got cheese doodles on them? No, I don't eat. That's processed. <laughs> yeah, they're processed, are they? Okay. I don't eat those. No, what about... You don't? Uh, what do you, what's on your diet? What do you eat? What's your diet? Well, I do like a good sushi, if you ask. Thank you. Some pot stickers? Some pot stickers? Yeah, I like that. You, like, you like some pot stickers there? Yeah, okay, I do. What do you... What do you like in those pot stickers? Mm, whatever my mom makes me. Whatever they make you. Whatever my mom makes me. Whatever your mom makes you. Uh, I have a nice apartment in your basement. There's nothing wrong with that. Looks eerily similar to a friend of mine's place. There's no, what does? You don't take like art lessons or anything, do you? Like. You, no, you I'm just here to drop off. Okay, so so I'm I'm if, if, a lady named Dorothy said she wanted to see more of Greg. What's his name? Thanks. So I'm Greg Beginnigan, and and I'm here to drop off the, mm, the these are all the names for the contest, so that it's legit. We don't want anybody messing with anything. No nepotivity in this house, my friends. So what we have here is I'm dropping off all the names. There's 42 names. We have a contest. There's brilliant prizes, but I don't know where they are. All I know is there's a cat, and there's a guy named Bill here, and uh, now you're going to talk about uh, music big balls, and rock and roll. Big, big, big balls, Bill, yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, it's nice to meet you, Brent. Um, so I, I just dropped just drop these off. It's good, it's good to be on on your live. It's a little nervous. A little nervous. You, but, uh, um, do, you get, do you get Uber Eats for the pot stickers? Or do you, do you actually go? Because you don't like going to restaurants. Like You don't like going out, right? Uh, no. I'll go out. Why not? Like, I mean, you live... No, I do. Uh, yeah, but do you do you go get, like, live pod stickers, or do you get Uber Eats? Like, do they drop them off for you? Like, What's your fascination with my pod sticker? Uh, I, heard, I heard it's your trigger word. You're weird. <laughs> uh, Greg, you're the one with the... Uh... How's it going? All right, we got it's our two our, weeks in a row. Our, somebody's showing up that I didn't. I didn't. I'm just meeting for the first time. Yeah, I know. I, I love it because it, it, it uh, throws you a little bit there. I like that. I like you know that. what's funny about that? They like to blame Dorothy. Yeah, that was a request. Um, one of our viewers. Speaking of viewers, forty-two of them right here. Um, so what we got some cool here? prizes, dude. Check this out. We're gonna get right into this today. Uh, 
because our topic was Brent. Remember what our topic is? We got lots to talk about today. We got top uh, our favorite debut albums and like like but like perfectly what are in our opinion what are perfectly flawless debut records flawless yes so here are the prizes for so people also on our facebook channels man we get a lot of action so i felt like i should reward them with a question and they were all popped on hope like i said we have 42 people that popped on there i will tell you which band or person got the most or which album got the most votes um and we're giving away these this is a cool little uh yeah, bring that mini, up to the camera there. Let's take yeah, it's a it's a it's a mini canvas, okay? And I'm gonna cool. send the stand. It comes with a stand. I don't know where the stand is, but it's clear and it's really cool. So you can set it on a mantle or table. So there's that. So this is a oh here it is right here. So this is great. So come uh, I'm gonna give you this little stand as well. And you can adjust the stand and such so it sits. Where's the camera? There, right there. Yeah, neat, huh? Great. Yep. So, it's, so, it's, so you're gonna get all. This is one. So that'll probably be the that'll probably be the second name I draw on the first one because Brent, you said this one's getting a lot of heat online, huh? Um, oh is, yeah. Is this is the uh, the uh, Leonardo Ninja Turtle? I was getting confused as we were talking about a couple of them before we started here, everybody. Um, we got some Ninja, Ninja Turtle fans Turtles. on the network. We got some. Yeah, big that's Ninja cool. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, I was talking to a, a few people about it. I'm, I'm I always get a little flustered with names. When I'm live, because my brain tells me what to say, and then my mouth says the name that I'm trying not to say, right? But anyway, this was original artwork that I've done, part of my comic company. So that is uh, done with pencil uh, first, and then some some very cool inks, and then I go in there with watercolor and uh, some more whiteout stuff on top, like a white ink that goes. You can see the white it's ink. Very cool. It's very detailed. I like yeah. it a lot. And cool. And, and one thing that we're going to mention, Brad, I'm glad you you mentioned. You said you should just make a print of that and and do whatever. No, that's the key thing about this is that this is the only copy of it. This is it. This is this is on comic book paper, right? Like comic book board. So you're going to frame this. I don't, it might be an odd size because it's just one of my drawings from. Uh, from my, my board over there, I'm drawing all the time. And this is one of the ones that I sell at my shows that I go to, and it didn't get sold. So, hey, pass it on. So, here we go. So, the question was, flawless album, flawless albums, all right? And the one that got the most votes was Van Halen 1, and I thought that was cool. Uh, this one right here. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, there Van Halen go. 1 got the most votes. Which one are you going to give away first here? So, we had 42 votes. <laughs> Do you have, like, a, a basic list of a handful of, like... That people had thrown in there? No, because it was all over the place, man. There was a lot of bands I've never even heard of before. We, we, um, it's Facebook, right? So, no, Van Halen. Of course, there was, there was a few ACDC, of course, right? Of course. But not like the same album. It jumped around a lot. Everyone Van has Halen. their own connection to music. Everyone has oh, no, their own yeah. connection. Yeah. But, so, to answer your question, Van Halen was the most consistent one. It was maybe only four times, but it was the most consistent one. It was close, but you, you, uh, let me just go see if I can find. We're, we're delaying. Everybody's waiting to see on Facebook who won here. Yeah, let me just double check. What are we doing? I'm looking at some, trying to find some of these comments here on yours because I want to. Uh, I, I'm going to acknowledge a handful of these names because some okay. people on here had some stuff, but uh, it, that's on your machete because I've seen it. Or is it on? Uh, oh, there it is. It's on a few of them. There I've we go. done this I a few it. times. Yes, I've seen it. I've there done this a few times and we get the most responses. I've gotten the most responses on my Facebook. So as I say, I'm rewarding um, your viewers. We're going to reward two of you for now, but I'd like to keep doing this because I've got tons of artwork yeah. and what I don't sell at my shows um, I, I can bring home and, and have for prizes via the Cryer Network and uh, Brent and myself. Laugh from Shane Comics. Okay, we ready? 
We're ready. Which one are you giving away first? First, we're gonna give no. First, we're gonna give away the the Carnage one. So this is for the Carnage and Spider-Man mini uh, canvas. The the next one will be the Ninja Turtles, unless this person would rather rather have the Ninja Turtle ones. You know what I mean? So Let's if you're see. watching live and your name is drawn and you don't want this, you want the Ninja Turtle one. Then you gotta fight the person that wins the Ninja Turtle. No, one. you just say I'd rather <laughs> have the Ninja Turtle one, but you gotta let us know quick. Okay, here we go. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking at it as I'm doing it. I can't do that. Here we go. Fair and square. Ready? Bring you up full screen. Okay, you ready, dude? Yep. I got one. I got one. Let's do it. Ooh. Let's go Can you full read screen. It? Let's bring it up. Kim Burke, look at oh that. Oh my gosh, look at that. That's nice great. Hey, work, Kim. Kim. Nice work. Congratulations, Kim. Winner, winner, winner. I bet you Kim's watching. Kim, which would you like? I bet well, you Kim's watching. Let's look at She has a. Uh, oh, she, Kim, she which waited. one do you want? She, she would want the Turtles one, right? Well, if she doesn't, if she's not watching, she loses out. But she win. She 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 voted here on for Crownlands Fearless. She liked Crownlands okay. a lot, uh, which it was a really great band. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, she's basically a bunch of people agreed with her with the debut record from Crownlands. So how about that? Very cool, um, Kim. Yeah. Nice okay. Work. Well, this was for the this was for the Spider Man one. So, I, and I think this is great. I think this is great. So uh, yeah, can you, you get this one? You there can you get go, the Spider Man Carnage withstand. Nice work. Yay! Nice work. There's one. Nice work. Okay. And... Nice work. Oh, our Next second plate. one. Oh, here we go. Okay. Yes. So that's, that's for the Ninja Turtles. Here we this go. This is the Ninja Turtle. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. A couple of them fell out. Wait, does she, wait, did I got to keep Kim out, right? A couple right? of them fell out. <laughs> no, Kim. This one fell out. No, no, I didn't see what the other one was. What, this, there's a lot in here, man. My head My head let's, is not that big. Let's, let's, uh, the let's hold the into Let's hold the anticipation for one second. Okay. And we're gonna rhyme off some of the people that weighed in on your on your on your page. Ken Mark says Allison Chains MTV Unplugged. Mikey Biggs says Trivium. Uh, Ashley says Hear Her Out. Forrest Gump soundtrack is on fire. Ashley, what's going on in Hamilton? There's probably uh, some good songs on there. Yep, it's pretty well. There is. They run it on empty. Oh yeah, there's all that stuff on there. Super Tramp Breakfast in America from Sarah. Ian Shum says Beauty Work Brother, but Van Halen fifty one fifty. He's committing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Dan says Iron Maiden. Trebella says Dookie. Shaw, Green Day. James, yeah. yeah, James Shaw one. says Weezer. Uh, John Caldwell says the Menzingers, which is a great record. Uh, mm-hmm. Cody Yo says Fucked Up. Uh, mm-hmm. And there we go. Those are some of the some of the yeah, people. some of them. There's more, and there was another uh, a few questions before that were vi- yeah uh, awesome. awesome though eh so yeah so um, thank you uh, fans on Facebook. I gotta say that uh, whenever I put anything up there, you folks always have something good to say and 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 are part of the conversation. I love it. We had an '80s one as well, Brent. That was I think you were in Zimbabwe that 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 weekend. Um, but dude, we had that '80s one. There were so many people that chimed yeah. in on it. It was great. It was really really cool. Yeah. That was such a fun episode. See, I figure if there's any way I can talk for the whole episode without having you there, would be to talk about the '80s, right, buddy? Well, that's that's you know. I've got a face no one wants to see. You can do oh, it anytime. Here we go. Come on. Here we go. We need a roller. Well, we're gonna do them. If we do them that often, then okay. This is for the turtles, my friend. Turtles, turtles, turtles. Oh, Original wait, artwork. Back to full screen for a minute. Okay, I got one. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Hold up, Mark. Hold up. <laughs> I, hold up. I, over. Can't, I can't do that one. I, 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 I put it back in. I did it again. No, it's uh, the same one. <laughs> Kim, she can't win again. Get her out of there. She already won. <laughs> Get out. I did that on purpose, sorry. Don't do the Hank Hill. I did that on purpose. The Hank Hill one. The Waka. All right. That was a joke. 
Yeah, Kim won them all. Kim's a, Kim, Kim is a, I, I did that joke because I wanted to talk about Kim again because she's a really good supporter. She actually drove out to the coffee house show and visited me as well. Thanks, Kim. Can we ready? All right. Here we go. It hurts. It make hurts. Sure, Just kidding. Make sure you hold it, hold it properly in two hands. Uh, I don't. You got it upside down. down. It looks like uh, Remy. Oh my God. Remy Dufresne. <laughs> oh Remy, you win again. He's bought so much of my artwork. <laughs> well, oh Remy, bought, you won, he, buddy. He, he's bought a ton of your artwork, which means he you won, get, buddy. Get you deserve that. Me. There you go. Congratulations, Remy. There you go. Way to go, buddy. And his, he was, oh, I can't remember what album he said. Oh, man. Anyway, there's a lot of them. Okay, there you go. So, uh, for everybody that commented, thank you. Thank you. Um, we're probably, I'm going to probably do this, like, regularly. Brent, if you help me out with the shipping occasionally, it's not much. Like, it's just, you know. $89. No problem. No, no it's and not. We'll throw, it's, we'll it's throw in stuff. one of these mugs that's left over. Oh, wow. That'll cost, <laughs> that'll cost some money shipping that. But no, the pages, this this isn't that bad. So again, if you're thinking about buying something like this, shipping this is nothing. It's not that bad at all. The comic books are a little heavier. You know what I mean? But the shipping on that's nothing, man. So I, I don't mind doing that. Um, I have to. Th the funny thing is, is that I have to thin out my comic book artwork. Yeah. And thanks, well, thanks for Ashley's. Uh, so now she doesn't have to fight Ray. <laughs> you know what the funny thing, Ashley, is now I have to listen to that soundtrack because now I'm so curious because I know there's some good songs on running there. Running on empty. That song. That's, oh, that's, I love that's, 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 that song, that's, man. That's, that's that is like such a good song. Oh, I love yeah. that song. Yeah, that's, that's one of my all-time favorites. Wherever I was yeah, going. Yeah. Hmm? I just can play the award. The award? To go out. Yeah. The award to go out. So, wait, so we're going to do this. Wherever I was going, I was running. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's some of my my favorite albums. I can't hear you, Lonnie. I don't know what you're saying over there. Sorry. Um. So, you're, Lonnie said do, said something and was doing this motion, and I don't know what that means. So, here's what we got. So, these are some of the these are some of the albums that I think are flawless. Bam. Um, uh -huh. The Cars no, debut record. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've been listening to this actually on vinyl, side one, side two, and it is just flawless. It really is. Uh, Moving in Stereo is such an underrated song, and that is on the Fast Times Richmond High soundtrack during a very, very cool scene. Uh, the pool scene, right, buddy? Is that your favorite song on the record? Uh, right now it is because I just, I've listened to this album so much, and I've just kind of rediscovered that song on vinyl, and I just friggin' love it. So that would be one of mine. You got one of yours handy you want to throw up now? Well, okay, yeah. so we're not going in order, right? We're just going? Oh, we're just throwing them, man. Throw them. Okay. I like this uh, plan here. Uh, I definitely, uh, I'm going to be a little little, little further away uh, on the on the grunge side. Uh, amazingly, mm -hmm. though, actually, Chris, um, mm -hmm. I did have Van Halen in there. Yeah, I, love I think Atomic, we, that's I love the thing, a, dude. I love Atomic Punk so much. You know, mm -hmm. just everything else, just like the... The tone on that record, it's, it's wonderful. So I did have Van Halen 1 in there and on my list. So and um, anything else could be, you know, it, uh, like all of our lists, something could be honorable mention in and out. But that one definitely has to live in a, in a top five. So I concur. Great album. They just the guitar playing and just the, the, yeah. the uh, finger tapping interruption has never been done before. He, that was, he created that right there. And, you know, I love Eddie. Now, this album right here, um, again, I'm going to try and cover like a few things. Now, this is Goldfinger, Goldfinger. Look at that cover. That's like classic comic book art. How could I not like this? Now, part of the thing about like this album's flawless. And uh, Darren's part is Darren still is Darren still part of the network? 
Darren is still part of the network. And okay, Darren, well, there we go. You never know, right? And I, Darren, I hide my little shell. Uh, Darren actually was going to try to make it tonight, but uh, I'm just waiting to see if he's actually going to make it tonight. It would be funny oh, if, he, cool. if, he, if he actually chimed in while his record was on the screen. Sure, but, there you go. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, I wasn't aware of that, that you were trying to get him here. I knew you were trying to get somebody on here. I yeah, thought it was yeah. something for the ancient aliens. I thought maybe you were going to bring an alien for the alien segment. I but did not have any aliens on standby. No. Check this out. So this album, man, is just gold from beginning to end this is like this was my my party rock anthem but i had it on tape and dent and i would listen to this uh just constantly on the way to shows on the way back to shows to the bar from the back to the bar we almost couldn't wait to get into our cards to put what song we had on there before we left it, it is just gold and then it ends with a prank call that taryn does <laughs> i mean normal singing drummer it's yeah. great, 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 great album. But it's just, it's just, I partied so hard to that album, dude. And there's no, you know, when you're partying to an album, dude, you don't want any laggy moments. And well, there's no just, laggy they, moments. They had, Flawless. Stre- they had a stretch there, though, of yep. three in a row. That one, though, was, to me, was yeah. flawless in, in the partying sense. In, sure. that, in, in the summer that we wrote some of the best music we had and just some of the best moments I had um, partying. And again, I'm glad I did it while I could. Now, what do you got, buddy? Uh, okay, I am going to in two scenarios here. I, I love the Black Crow's first record. Love oh yeah, that's it. a good album. Love, huh? it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, saw yeah. their saw their first show ever in Toronto. Yeah, uh, opening for Metallica of all mm-hmm. bands. Uh, won tickets from AM six forty The Hog to go mm-hmm. see them. I was f- fourteen or fifteen, and I was like not old enough to get into the club, but they still let me in. Coincidentally, Aww. Helix opened up. Wow, so that was a hell of a show, and it was about maybe forty-five people there. So I saw it was oh, just the, it was bitchin'. the coolest thing. And that's when piss and vinegar crows. Um, yep. I yep. love that. They wanted that, it. They were that, hungry. That record, the tone, everything is so cool, and it was so different. Because uh, we, it was just uh, so different of what was uh, happening at the time, but it would still mm-hmm. fit into that sort of like. They would still put them a poison and Skid Row and all these bands, but they were so different. They just had the look. Great guitar sound. Oh Great. God. These these one thing I find about these very first albums, first major ones, kind of things like Dookie wasn't Green Day's first album, but for example, the guitar sound on that album is just like a wall of just Amazing. awesomeness, right? Now the Black Crows also had that 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 uh, Stones, New Age Stones kind of jangly sound down that was just it was beautiful. Twice it was great they, because they don't they don't overdo it yeah like the riff right but the riff sounds good because of the the, the simple production on the guitar and the kick right you know you just, you just need the kick you don't need layers of effects on a kick if it's a good kick anyway beautiful choice Brent. i like that one now i'm gonna move on to oh dude not, i had this before i watched wrestlemania last night buddy so <laughs> you notice how awesome. i'm skipping around right i'm trying to it's get okay. like some metal in yeah. there dude sure. this album in my youth was a game changer this was just like oh from like the cover, look at this cover as well. But no, every song on here, this is where Slayer started to slow it down a little bit. Um, bum, bum, like the, the lead track that we saw um, yeah. Edge do last night, which we will talk more about because that was the best entrance of WrestleMania this year. I was speechless, just kind of like, anyway, we'll go over that. This album is flawless from beginning to end. This is like barbecuing music, right, Brent? If you want to, if you're That's barbecuing amazing. like something, like some heavy meat, you throw this on, right? And no light uh, beer while you're drinking that, while you're he, listening to that. What's insane about the Slayer thing is that yes. how they've come around to like, you know, obviously all the pop girls and all these people are all wearing Slayer shirts and they're getting called out. Name a Slayer song, name a Slayer song. And right. they're all like, well, I like the one right. song, but, but it, it's become like cool to like Slayer. Fallon's mm-hmm. the only one that actually put him on his late night show, which was right. pretty, which was pretty deadly. Uh, but it's pretty funny that they've, that they, 
you know, have come to this thing where everyone's like, gotta fucking listen to Slayer, you know? Well, it's, it's the logo looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> Kids dig it. What do you got next, buddy? Uh, okay. Well, okay. I know that this this is either going to split the atom a bit, but I mean, I, I don't think there's any. No, no it is. I don't think I deserve it way any, too much. I, yeah, I, I just don't think there's any denying about. Ah, um, perfect album. Again, that's another album where the guitar sound is just perfect. And it's you know again with the time you it's Motley versus Guns, right? You, you got to have your arch nemesis. You had Motley Crue versus Guns. You had eighty nine. Uh, LA Doctors. Guns, right? No. Oh, Motley Crue versus Guns and Mo- Roses. Oh, Motley, okay. Motley oh, right, right, Guns. okay, right, right, right. Motley Crue versus Guns. You had you had versus a, Nirvana as well. Doc, probably Doctor, but that still lived over here. Guns. Yeah. Everyone still gave Guns a chance, where they never yeah. gave Poison and Warrant and all. Like once Nirvana hit that chord, that was mm-hmm. it for everybody, except for yeah. Guns and Roses. Right. <laughs> Guns yeah. and Roses and Metallica. They, and Metallica they, kept they going came too, through. Right? And Guns and Roses, like fuck yeah. you, people. Are like yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. a great album. Like if you put on like My Michelle, I would be rocking out to that. But if you put on Sweet Child of Mine, I'd probably leave the room. I've, you know, as I mentioned, I, I think that album, much. those songs ruined uh, a Thor movie, but, um, but, un- but no, but that's a good choice. Be, Cause I, I would have, that is like, if, if, if to me to look at as a, as a musical scientist, that would, that would be in there for sure, buddy. It has mm-hmm. to be, it has to be. All right. All right. So I'm going to grab one here. Are you ready? Yeah. Man, I talk about guitar sound, man. You want to get the grunge. This, this, this song oozes the sound of grunge. And Matthew Sweet played most of the instruments on this. He wrote most of the, uh, the parts for. It. He wrote all the songs. Uh, this was again at a part of my life where it was just like, okay, I'm listening to a lot of music and writing a lot of music and this album was just again this more of a poppier side of things. You would maybe maybe remember the song. Um, uh, what's that? Uh, geez, not uh, sick of myself. Sick of myself when I look at you. Wow, just brilliant, right? And then the one, this album Amazing. before that, Girlfriend, was good. But this is where he just wrote hit, 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 hit. Um, grunge hits. You know what I mean? Like some of them were slow paced, um, sad songs. Other than were just kind of like driving songs. But every song hit the mark and it hit at a perfect time, as you say, Brent. You know what I mean? Um, that whole retro vibe that everybody was digging of the 70s, you know, early 80s, the cartoons, everything was coming back during this time. See, Brent, we're old. I, it, we got some video footage of us from the 90s that's probably being TikTok gold right now, you know, the 90s. Oh and we my show God. us just it's... doing things. Because I notice that's huge now. So I could show, I have so many uh, things that Zig did of us partying in the 90s. So it's coming, it's coming. So don't, don't, don't white me, ADD, don't get me sidetracked here. So um, yeah, Matthew Sweet, 100% fun. Dude, and if you're if you're a, a Gen Xer and you remember this this age of that song, or just the sound of it, spin this album. You won't be sorry. Okay, it's who do you got, Brent? Such, it's so or are you going to talk about this one? Well, okay, no, I, I yeah, love no, that you can, sure. that, but I but you actually introduced me to Matthew Speed outside of what we heard on the radio. Yeah, I didn't know if which, you were like heavily which was into it. Well, which was on the radio, but so it was just like okay, sick of myself. But you got to remember when I joined the band. I mean, I'm 18. Mm-hmm. So we, we talked about this. It's like, you know, I, I want Tesla and I want this. I want, I had this vision in my head about what, what, what playing in a band might be like, like for me. But then you were the first songwriter that I'd ever met mm-hmm. properly. You know what I mean? Right. From the standpoint. And so you well, worked with started, anyway, for sure. Yeah, started that study, you know, like, uh, started that study of music where it was like, mm-hmm. well, you really have to listen to Matthew Sweet. And I'm like, okay. Right. Oh, it, you know, I was never guilty of just listening yeah. to one track, but diving into 
like you know the same with green mm-hmm. day when you brought green day to the mix it was like mm-hmm. yeah sure there's dookie but you got to listen to these other two records first yeah. and so really i was stuff. late to a few things and matthew was one of them but uh mm-hmm. man i uh i i really dug it I, I, and um i dug good the vibe he, too man the way he makes everyone feel because that song's on everyone's like you used to have this dance that you did at Trader Sam's, and you'd be like, "I don't know what I'm doing, but it no, looks I did. Good. I'm not doing much, but it looks good." That's well, I knew right. what I was doing. I'm not doing much, but it looks so good. So, I uh, to, to my thing here, I was like going debut records, but I've I've kind of I'm gonna call a bit. Well, of an it almost seems like that's how it is, though, right? Yeah, but I'm gonna call a bit of an audible here. All right, it so seems like it. Yeah. An audible mention for me because we did Guns and Roses, the first yep. record, the first record produced after Appetite for Destruction by that producer. Right. Was I Mother Earth's Dig? Okay, that was a great that? album. That was okay. a good album. There's a, there's a stu- there's a few on there I could do without though. To be but honest they with you, so that's just me. It on this record and this record, yeah. front to back, every single song for me is a monster. Mm-hmm. Shortcut to Moncton, give me a break. But one of the best mm-hmm. hooks in one of the best hooks ever when coming out mm-hmm. of after being and plus if you put it on while you're driving on the shortcut to Moncton, it's exactly mm-hmm. the same. It's a it's a seven minute shortcut. I love this record. Go. This band substantially uh, played a role in, in my rise through Promoter World by just you know mm-hmm. giving me a chance to do shows with them. And, cool. and uh, I love that record. I love it okay. front to back. I got, I got one more. And then we, we got to like get some wrestling. Day, you like three days old off that record. Oh, there's a few songs I like to see. Again, yeah. I don't know if I could do the whole album like you. I don't think it, to me like just just my vibe. <clears throat> but I get it. I totally get it. There's some great. Actually, the, my favorite song. Um, uh, da, 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 and then we got high you for seven days. Right. Yeah, you I love that one. That's actually yeah. my favorite song off the album. I really like that mm-hmm. one. Okay, mm-hmm. so sorry. So moving my last one here, buddy, that I'm going to pick. And this is, uh, oh man, this is just, again, barbecuing music, right? <laughs> Summertime with a beer barbecue. Highway to Hell. Now, mind you, the song Highway to Hell, I'm a little tired of, but the rest of that album is just, dun, dun, dun. it's just like, it hits, it hits, it's, so it's, hits. it's, it's mint. It's mint. Um, I, I don't know what more to say, but it's ACDC. And, and, and to me, it's it's just one of their flawless albums. That one in Back in Black, it's hard if I had to pick one ACDC one. But this that's my go-to is yeah. Highway to Hell, especially when I'm barbecuing. Bitch, and that's my last one for me, buddy. You got anything else um, or do you want to go to wrestling? Well, there's, I'll, I'll throw one as a neutral for yeah. you and I because I think you and I will both probably agree that it definitely needs to be just outside the top five, which would mm-hmm. be this. This That's a great album, de- huh? Debut record. I mean, come on. Flawless for sure. Flawless, flawless production. Yeah. Hey, Garth. Flawless everything. It's just, yeah. it just One vibe, generation. one groove, and it just worked. Uh, and for me, I, it's this is undeniable record mm-hmm. for me. I love this album. That's so a flawless album as well, my friend. And I, so I, I is figured Versus. you were going to name that one. So is Versus. Yeah, Versus was good. I, I listened to Versus the first year I moved to New Jersey. I was cranking Versus, man. You know what's funny? To, to your point about, about so I, I went with debut flawless albums but i right. definitely think that we now we need to have a week of uh, a, a week dedicated to best second records right because versus for me is number one that's a tough or, one well, great, or, no, yeah. number one or number two between that and vulgar display of power but but mm, that is a good i know metallica's count, in there but yeah if we call dookie green day's first album then their second album is a ripper too man holy crap but it good. wasn't i mean how do you consider it are we talking about the indie stuff because they had two records before that's what i just Kirby? said that's what i just mentioned are we going major release or whatever but anyways we're, we're we got we're pressed for time here because we got so much stuff to talk about buddy let's go to this wrestling because we got to as we mentioned um oh hopefully you got to see our last episode if you didn't i have some clips online and uh the whole episode of course you can get on our youtube channel right brent Absolutely. It's right yeah. there. 
Yeah. Um, so so well, let's just touch on some of the good stuff because there was some bad stuff. Just like John Cena, um, we we won't we won't uh, embarrass John Cena, but um, let's go over some of the good stuff, my friend. Now I just alluded to Edge in in South of Heaven. Let's go with Night One, Night Two. Night One, Night Two. Okay, let's do that, buddy. So Night One, man. Um, <clears throat> well, start. What what can we talk about that was really really good? What do you want to start with? Okay, listen. It was mm-hmm. all to me. It was all great. Night one. The only right. thing that I uh, and I understand what they were doing with the Miz with the the Pat McAfee thing. Well, they're trying to just fill some time in there. Um, yeah, that's I felt of, see, like I didn't they, get that. Well, he was a big thing the last couple of years as a commentator, and everyone loved him. But this year, right. it just it just died. It felt yeah. it it just died, and it was sort of like you knew the Miz wasn't going to win. It was just like I understand entertaining the kids, but I could have done without it i would have liked so something like different in that there. article that i wrote i think I, like the honky tonk man versus the miz now that's a funny that's your joke match that right? would that, have been a that would have been a great sort of like right? open so, call <clears throat> thing but but they love mcafee so whatever well they did so it this year but see i didn't get that that, I, that one didn't land what was the very first match i'm just trying to quickly so go was through cena, whatever cena in theory okay the, oh so cena in theory i don't know about you man but as soon as cena came out there with his white dad bought i was like oh no cena's gonna lose and he's gonna lose bad this and you know so and there was some biting there was some low blows i thought it was cool the way cena had the kids out there kudos to that but Cena, i think that i think he should stop um personally what are you saying buddy uh i think he did his job I think he would. He did what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to put. Uh, Austin I didn't know that was he supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, he's just supposed to put Austin over. And that's, <laughs> okay, well, that's, he did it. That's what it is. That's so Austin. Can he, talk he didn't about... hit the suntan in booth before he hit Barry. Just... No, that's no. He very much did not. <laughs> Came right it's, off the movie set he was working on and hopped on over yeah, the right next down lot. here. Right down here in Cloverdale. Uh, it's like my. Shop, I'm saying he, just, so. he was hopped up from a plane from his movie site he was on. Came in and, yeah. <clears throat> and said, "Hey, but buddy, I, here's what we're gonna do." I think. That, I think you know. I'll give him a pass now because eventually Reigns is gonna end up like that. It's Hogan. Any of those guys that were like. Number one for ten years. Right. Whatever they want to do, I don't give a shit. Right. Okay, so who we got next? Who we, that was, you know, anyway, uh, that was, there, that was, we had the tag yeah. match, which was pretty cool. The four way tag match. Uh, nothing much happened there as far as uh, that was all like the, you know, the the the, the, the four tag teams. Um, I really think the. Um, what were the four tag? What were one? What that were the was tag Montez teams? Just... Ford and the Vikings and all oh, those guys. Oh right, right, yeah. right! And Montez Ford won, right? And his partner. Yeah, and it was it was cool. That was it... right. You know what was cool? Yeah. So a highlight from that, and my wife and I enjoyed this. Was the triple, uh, the, the four man suplex off the top rope. It was great. We don't have a clip of it, but there's a really cool four man suplex off the top rope. And and another thing you got to watch for Brent is all the frog splashes that happened throughout tonight. The Hedy Guerrero frog splash was like in every other match or every match. It was, it was pretty cool. I loved uh, Easter I loved... eggs, right? I love Dom and Ray. I thought that was perfect. That yep. was great. I yeah, Ray beat him. The yeah. only thing that they could have added to two two little things. Yeah. He pl- he played um, Eddie's and I'll touch on this with Edge too. He played yeah. Eddie Guerrero's theme music on the way out. Right. And I think that he should have played it the whole way in. Okay. It just as sort of like that 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 story because Dom used to yeah. pretend they used to be like Dom was. His no, I get kid. it. I get um, it. So they should have done that. And then number two. Um, I guess his daughter doesn't wrestle, but it would have been really awesome if 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 she somehow pulled off some kind of move that that threw Dom out of the mix or something. I thought that would have been cool. And the, the three other, amigos, she pulls the three amigos out of her ass, right? Yeah. The only other thing I was thinking that it might have happened there would have been like, like, like she actually sides with Dom and turns on Ray, and and then that's what happens. But that never that's happened. Feel good moment. No, no overbooking. I loved it. Uh, I loved Rhea and Charlotte. My God. Oh, my God. That was the, so that was the fight of the night to me. That was just beautiful. It was so good. And there was no interference. She, um, we're try, we're, I guess we're trying not to do too bad, too many spoilers here or. 
Uh, I think everyone's said so. Okay, cool. So we're like real one, and, and she won legit, and it was really, really good. That finishing move off the top rope, man, holding a little bit, bam. And, of course, we all know that Rhea is my favorite wrestler. I just think she's amazing. I love the makeup drip, the, how it looks like the black blood and stuff. I think she's perfect. She's got the perfect character right now. And I love when she did the interview after, and she just, she's walking out. She looks down at the Snickers. There's Snickers all over the table because they're sponsoring it. She's walking out, and she looks down at the table. All right, grabs the Snickers and keeps walking. Like, she's just got it. You know what I mean? But so does Charlotte Flair. I know. Um, Opposed to the other match, the other ladies' match that we had, where the, oh man, it was like, I felt bad for them because, uh, anyway, we're getting there. We're getting there. Sorry. Again, jumping around. But yeah, I I wasn't down. I I thought the Lita Trish thing was fine, but that needs to just end. I'm just over it. But that's why I think they need to leave. They need to leave. Char- Charlotte and Rhea together for a little while and have some fun with that. Sure. Uh, and then obviously the tag match was amazing. Yeah, that was a great match. Uh, and so much, so much. Uh, the only thing is I find is that you need, they need some blood, man. It, it just seems like if somebody's going to get kick, kicked in the face like a dozen times, he's going to get some. <laughs> I don't I know. Hear That's you, man. the only thing that I miss. And then we'll, <sighs> we'll talk about blood again day one or day two, right? Because they yeah. had to stop the match because someone was bleeding. But I think they really need the blood. Now, I get what they're doing because they even turn the camera, I notice now, when when the hit, when it happens. So if somebody's mm-hmm. hitting a chair, at the very last second, I don't know if you notice it, they yeah, take yeah. the camera away, dude, and they jolt it. Like you're no, part it's, of a, it's a whole thing. You know, no, I know. It's family. I, I totally get it, and, 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 and I know why, and I totally... And on the fence about it because I don't think it's good for the kids to see it, but it's good for me to see it because it puts me like my wife hates it. She hates the blood, does not like the blood at all. No blood. I want her blood. When I'm like, more blood. I need blood. My point I, is for me to buy into yeah. it any to me for me to totally buy in, I, I need a little bit of blood. On on the on a situation like Sami Zayn getting kicked in the head a dozen times, I need some blood. But I love the match. I thought it was great. The winner was right. Mm. And now we you know. That's good. I was cool with that. That was That's great. Cool. It was it was done done really well. Uh, night two, not as good as night one. Uh, oh, that I, Brock Lesnar fight. I just watched because I fell asleep for a bit, so I just watched that this morning. And um, almost is a, mm. <laughs> or should we call him almost? <laughs> he's almost a, he's almost a wrestler, Brent. Giant giant Gonzalez. He's he's almost a wrestler. Um. Anyway, that was a lame match. I, um. He did yeah. I'll never discount that. anyone that's willing to take a bump from a seven foot four guy. So I, they get at least two stars for me for. Oh, I get it, for, but you see that on Raw for landing like, for landing on on a on a on, on wood. Yeah, they, they no, get I get that. <laughs> but is it, was it anything that you're not going to see on no. Raw or SmackDown? Right? No, no I know. Th- there wasn't really um, anything spectac- spectacular about. Uh, number two, except for really the last two matches, and that's no disrespect to anybody. But right? I, I no, thought... and then the, the ladies tag match again. It was kind of like, where's the heat? What's going on here? You know? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Edge and Finn. Edge and Finn. Come on, great. Wait, that that I was mean, brilliant. Yeah, that, that was so good, so good. Edge had the the best entrance. The bat wings, the song, the switch over to the other song, the violence in that, and uh, he smacked him with the uh, he smacked uh, Vin. How, how do you pronounce his name? Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Why do I want to say Valor? <laughs> See, from a kid when I'd read comic books, so I couldn't pronounce anything, I'd make up my own pronunciation. So it's fair enough. That's fine. Yeah. So anyway, his outfit was spectacular, and he got smashed right open by that ladder shot. They had to stop everything. There's blood all over the place. You couldn't tell though, right, because of the the makeup. So I wondered what they did in that situation. So they actually stopped the match and cleaned him up so nobody would see the blood. Um, and that was a great match. So a hell in the cell. Um, is there anyone more professional? in the wrestling industry right now than edge 
Well, that guy can drop something. I, I mean, yes, I would say. I mean, he, he's, he's just pro though. Like he's, he's just, just there's, a pro. He's flawless, he's like, he's right? Number, he's number one. Yeah. So. Like you, you believe you believe his character. You believe his moves. He oh. doesn't. He, he's old enough that he could get a pass, but he takes the bumps. He goes the extra mile, right? Yeah. Um, the throwback to the the brute is is really really good. Yeah, I thought that was a great match. That was like I was like, well, that was one of those matches where it's just like. My you know, only thing about that totally was the, to, to the Ray thing was was like love you know Adam's theme song got video right. of my little guy rocking <clears throat> out to Alter Bridge a couple weeks ago in Seattle uh, too. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. uh, I would have loved him actually to do Slayer the whole way down. It just probably was really expensive to do so. You know, I was I, just saying, my wife was wondering what he paid for that, but it was worth it. Whatever it was, was oh worth yeah, it. that was cool. But and I think I they want to get their songs. Uh, I might have. Uh, a little bit of a preview of the old mask that I forgot about because mm-hmm. <laughs> I had I got a chance it's to a cool do coffee with him so and I was rad. like, like look at this I'm like oh look at that but I forgot actually he was wearing that down to the ring so it's pretty cool uh, and their then whole the, production the, the, though dude like one thing sorry one incredible. thing is like if you incredible. watch when when Rhea Ripley walks down the stage the wings on the screen behind her look like they're attached to her. And they did the same with Edge in one part there too, and then the WrestleMania is right above. Like it's it's just it, it's so professional. Um, now now this is cool because uh, I'm watching, and then the Miz comes back out with Snoop, and then Shane McMahon comes in, and I'm just like, Are you serious? Do you really have to put yourself into this? Then he 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 screws up his move, and he really hurts himself and can't get back up. And Snoop Dogg thinks it's friggin' hell. You all right, dog? <laughs> so kudos to you, man. And uh, you know, hey, and, and you know, entitled little McMahon boy. I know you don't bitch. like the McMahons. I've always liked Shane, but anyways, I understand. I didn't want. I don't want to see him. It's enough. I know. Well, you may not. You may That's see them. You may see them more now. They just sold the company today. And yeah, Vince to UFC, I get it. Well, if, if, if I start seeing Vince in there, I'm, I'm going to stop watching because I just don't like his face. It yeah. bothers me. He's got that mustache now, too. Uh, we forgot he just Rollins. bothers me. We forgot Rollins and Logan. I thought that was no, a great didn't. Well, I know he Actually, didn't. I didn't like Seth. I don't, I don't get Seth Rollins. I think he's just in character development. I think he's a great wrestler, and he's got yeah, a probably... Yeah. A, I just seems like he's swinging at different ideas. Maybe I'll be the Macho Man. Maybe I'll be, like, you know, the Ultimate Warrior. Maybe I'll be, like, Shawn Michaels. Maybe I'll be... Yeah, it's think just... About, not, think about what we grew up with, though. And, and I'm not... He's, he's not definitely going to be in the Adrian Adonis side of things. No. But do you remember growing up that there was always somebody just a little bit flamboyant? And the Macho Oh, yeah, but that. he's not the, He's not that. I'm, I'm not finding that. Like, even his intro with the guy with the the orchestra thing, it didn't work. Like, it just, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just, his outfit with the pink and the red, it just, it didn't work to me. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing he did that night worked. I like Seth Rollins. I think yeah. he's a rad performer. But that WrestleMania, I thought, I was cheering for Logan Paul because he just looked cooler. Yeah. Um, and his and entrance we, was like Paul Stanley. Come on, get out of here, right? I don't know. Now I just thought the main event. Ah, oh, it's brilliant, 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 brilliant. I thought Cody Rhodes was going to win, man, but I'll give it to. Uh, I called I it. Cheated. Un- so was a little dick. Two things. Two things. I was I was going through the thing, and then uh, Bully Ray or somebody had made a comment on Twitter about something, and he he had made one little quote about like. Is this the right time? And I, you know what? I actually tweeted it back and I said, "Yeah, I'm actually changing to Roman." Yeah. I was actually thinking it was going to be too Roman. Seems quick, right? Well, now that I looked at it and how and watched the match, I mean, everyone's like, "Fuck!" So isn't yeah? And Triple H said it best yesterday. He goes, "Isn't it more interesting today?" Yeah, it's way yeah, no, more it's interesting right. today. I, 
when he because, lost, that's what I actually went to the match. I wish, I wish, I, wish, I thought for I sure wish, he was going to win though. <laughs> well, I wish that he would have just beat him legally. I don't like these little cheap shots when these guys win, man. I wish Roman would have just beat him instead well, of that solo guy coming in. Just, I, 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 I did that. see, I did see Cody make a line. Like I, before he came down here, Rob was on. I did see him make a line saying, "You might have been the better competitor, but you weren't the better man." Okay. Yeah, because, for sure. Because okay. a man doesn't get his boys to do his dirty work. Yeah. So that was cool. That kind of just leaves some doubt. Yeah. He's like, I got you. I got you. You know, and it also does this thing where it's like, uh, it also does this thing where it's like, well, you you gave him the Cody Cutter once and then you gave it to him again. That probably was enough, but you picked him up a third time. So mm-hmm. that's on Cody. So that's just, that's just a classic Ah, I made a mistake. And then, For sure. It's just great writing. So well, he, and amazing. again, on the other hand, it's like, is this what it's going to take to keep him down? Is three of these, right? It was great. I what a what yeah. what what a what a fucking. I enjoyed it. What? And it was my first live WrestleMania, so I really enjoyed it. That was great. Um, so we're doing, a, we're working on blogs right now. I got my first one done, but so Brent, you have to add what I did was I did what what I did was I did. What is I what I thought I would do is create my ultimate. WrestleMania card. Now, this is thinking that you can bring any wrestler back, alive or present, to their their full capacity. Um, and just for a small example, I brought Eddie Van Halen back and have him and his son doing the first national anthem for day one. Okay, just a teaser of what I got written down. Um, I got some so six matches. So, Brent, you still got you haven't done yours yet, have you? No, I'm still writing no. up a couple different okay, things cool. about it. But uh, so look I, for that. Look for that blog right on on uh, Cryer Media. Yeah, I man, mine is gonna be. It's and hard. It's, yeah, it's. But you got two it, days, right? You got two days. It's a tough days. one. It's a tough day one, one day so. two. Um, hey, you're gonna have. Hey, dude. My advice is you're gonna have to leave some wrestlers out. Well, that's the easy part. Uh, oh, is it okay? Is, is, is leaving is leaving them out because I. Oh, okay. know, there's not a ton that I'm passionate about. There's really only like oh, okay. twelve or fifteen that I'm like must see matches. Mm, really, I thought so, that at first too, until I started like digging, and I was like, oh man, this would be yeah. really cool. Like personally, though, because what happens, Brent, is you revert back to t- uh, ten to twelve year old Brent, who's like, oh man, you know what would be cool, and then you you think today, like, oh wow, what have you thought this guy? Like, dang, that would be friggin' cool. So my mind started going, and it was. A lot of fun. It's it's a lot of fun to write some of these articles, right? You're gonna have a blast finishing up I've this got one, buddy. Two, I, I mean, Hart and Angle and Rollins and Michaels. Oh, nice! Don't give it away. People's got to go. I know. I'm gotta, just, you, just off the top of my head, it's amazing. They, uh, they gotta go to the now, webs to the blog, Dealy. I do have some. There was a wrestler that showed up last week. Are we gonna do this now? Because I do have a rebuttal to the wrestler that we had last week. Mm-hmm. Yes, I guess. Yeah, we're gonna move to aliens, but we have a little moment here for. Okay. Yeah, for of, sure. I had a bit of a. Uh, somebody was watching last week and we had a wrestler show up. Well, Bill he, showed up, man. You yeah, guys Bill didn't get along. He even did some, there's a lot of uh, social media. I don't know if you, if you don't, you should uh, watch our social media on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, on TikTok. Cause he went off on there as well. I think he challenged you to like a poop match or something. Dude. There was something I don't know there. what a poop I, match is. I, I was kind of like whatever, but uh, I actually, um, I've got a new, I've got, I guess somebody has something to say. So good. Cause he needs, he needs a Here you go. shot. Hold on. Hey, Bouncing Balls Bill. It's Big Balls McGee. I heard you were talking crap on live on Machete Comics last night. Just know, I'm managing a new client, and he's coming for you. I love it, man. In your face, Bill. Oh, dude. Okay, so what we got to do is get that up on our social media so he sees it, and then... uh... 
That's oh, big man. balls, McGee. Dude, you know he's gonna. I know you know he's. Bill's gonna freak, dude. He, he this, you know, he's kind of waiting for this. I think so. Cool. I, I love it. That guy's I, yeah. such a dick. Yeah, Bill, big balls, McGee's got a car and he's got the phone. Oh, dude, yeah. he's got it going. He's pretty slick. He's actually man. got a BlackBerry. So it'd be interesting. To see. <laughs> well, you know, he's a manager. He's got a BlackBerry, but he's probably got one of those pens too. You see that bow tie? Hold on, let's just. Yes. Oh no, that's for Ray. Let's just look okay. at this bow. Hold on. Hey, Balancing Balls Bill. It's Big Balls McGee. That's right. It's great, dude. I love it. I love it. We got to get that online. So, again, um, if you're interested in following our shenanigans to its fullest, it was good, wasn't it? That's awesome. Um, so, if, if yeah, if you would like to follow our shenanigans, man, as I say, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the main ones, right? We're all on there doing our thing, and there's a few characters that are being characters. That was good. Now we've got a new character in the fold. It'll be interesting to find out what the wrestlers he has in his uh, his pen there and what the history goes on here. I love a good story. All right, guys, let's uh, let's hit some aliens, right? The winner. Kim. Oh, yeah, Kim, Kim, Kim's won. the winner. Oh, we, do we want to do this rebuttal to Ray, and then we'll do aliens, or what do we want to do? Let's do the aliens, and then we'll do the rebuttal to Ray. All right, Ray, stay tuned. It's coming for you. That's so hypnotizing. I just got to put that up on YouTube as itself so I can just watch it, right? Just get mesmerized. Love it. Okay. Show me. Okay, so Ancient Aliens. Now, this is something. Ancient Aliens, we almost know the TV show on the guy with the hair. Aliens, right? So, this is something that I dove into and I discovered in 2005, okay? So, this is such a huge topic and subject that we're going to do three parts of this. This is going to be part one. And what I'm going to do today is go over the introduction of it and where it came from. Um, see, I'm, I've am i been aware of this for so long, as we've discussed this before, um, is that it, I've, I've been aware of this for so long, is that I find it odd that some people aren't aware of it. So I'm going to go back to the beginning and just throw out a couple simple things because, again, this is huge, man. This is huge. We're going to hit the Anunnaki next week, and that is mm. just... That's mind-blowing. This is going to be the first few steps to the mind-blowing. So here we go. This is a book, and you can get this book anywhere. I wish I had my copy. I gave it to my daughter. It's probably the second one I purchased. There it is there, Chariots of the Gods. You'll find that all over the place. Get the original one. Chariots of the Gods by Eric Von Denken. Denikin. Um, the, the book came out in 1968, and there was a, there's on YouTube, you can see a TV uh, movie kind of deal on this, and that came out in 1970. I just watched that again. Such interesting stuff. So... Um, this gentleman, his book with the ideas in it, um, blew everybody's mind and it influenced not only scientists and archaeologists, it also hit the media, you know, like main, main style media, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee were, you know, the, the idea of Galactus, the silver surfer, uh, the new gods, the eternals, these all came from chariots of the gods. So if you want to go back to where this started from, crack a beer, grab this book 
yeah, put it on the YouTube or the, the audio book and uh, prepare to be entertained. Now, mind you, the, the show was filmed in 1970. So if you're into that kind of film grain and that kind of, uh, you know, production, you're going to love it. I was fantastic. Yeah, but they've made like they've updated it with the new series, which touches on. Oh, but I like the new. I, yeah, I'm yeah, just, I'm just, I'm going great. back. I'm going. Like, see, we're going back steps here, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, we're going to talk about that show. Don't. We'll get there, buddy. So we got. So now in this book, now this is what now it talks about a whole lot of things, right? A lot of game changing things in life. The thing that caught me that when I was so I just grabbed the book and I was flies like, hey, pictures. Hey, woo. So I, I flipped to the pictures and I saw what they call the um, the Nazca lines. And these are in Peru, right? Now, I think we have, yeah, here we go. So this is what you see from the sky. Now, you'll, you'll see a car. Look at the road. You'll see the car. Yeah. Like these cover over uh, a thousand kilometers, man. They're only viewable from the sky. There's a car going by so you can take in the height. That's just one of them. There's one of a lizard. There's one of a spider. What's that one of that dude with hands? Yeah. Right? Um, so he was flying over these in the in the late sixties in a plane going to Peru to do an expedition. He, and he's like, What the hell are those on the ground? <laughs> I don't know, you know. So they fly back over and like, holy crap. So they took pictures of these things. Now, as I've done murals before, and you know how hard it is to paint a huge thing on a wall? You have to put it on a projector and put it on overhead. Just to do this alone and to have it work out half ass see from the sky is pretty amazing secondly why would you do that who like the only person you're doing this for is people in the sky and when i saw that i was like okay i gotta figure out what these are and i started reading so that's what piqued my interest and and the the next thing i thought was okay this is amazing this this is how, how come how come this isn't in the daily news today right like this this floored me this floored me so the next thing i thought is okay well what are archaeologists saying about this so i researched it and i got a little smarter and then i thought okay well, what are scientists saying about this so i researched yeah. it and i got a little smarter um and the funny thing is is all this leads me back to the bible so a little bit of a warning here we're going to be talking about the bible now um now the warning is because well the warning is because some people are touchy about it and the warning about it is also because some of the stories just shouldn't be told to children in my opinion if they're listening to this show they probably don't read the bible just saying dude (laughs) just saying always want to put a warning on what i talk about now (laughs) me being known as 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 possibly being a bad boy occasionally i want to talk about um sodom and gomorrah what you gonna do what you gonna do no not that kind of a bad boy (laughs) not breaking the law bad boy party uh, rock and roll okay anyway so sodom and gomorrah now you must have heard the term sodom and gomorrah right now these were two cities okay and this hmm. is a story in the book of genesis now sodom and gomorrah were filled with sinners man they were sinners they were partying up having sexual relationships with everyone premarital so what happened? sex just craziness <laughs> dude terrible premarital sex killing people just beating they just taking what you want It was a melee. So this is one of the very first times something like this has happened that's been written down in the Bible. Okay, now this is a a dude named, what was his name here? His name was Lot, L-O-T, all right? Now he had a wife and uh, two daughters. He was a good dude. He was a good dude, a Bible good dude. Okay. So, um, well, I'll explain later in a second here. So the, the angels... With their wings. We have a picture, Lonnie, of the angels yet, or is it not time to show them yet? No. Not time yet. Okay. So the angels came down and they visited him. They went in his house. Two of them did. And they said, dude, you got to get, this is right out of the Bible. Okay. So you got to get out of here. Take your daughters and your wife and hit the roads, man. These people are bad. Something bad's going to happen to this place. And he's like, no, I can't. I can't leave. Now, meanwhile, while this is going on, there's a crowd and they're banging on the door going, we saw what happened. We saw those angels go in there. We want them. 
and they wanted to have sex with them. Hmm. So this, this is what the Bible, this is how the story goes. All right. So um, uh, Lot says, hey, I'll give you my daughters instead. Take my daughters instead and do what you will with them, but keep the angels here. Well, that angered the crowd even more. You know, how dare you give us your daughters instead of these strangers that you just met, yeah. right? So th- at this point, you know, the angels are, are like, okay, we got to get you out of here. All right. So they they take them, help them, like move. We got to go. We got to go. Now on the way, Lot's wife looks back at this catastrophe happening. Now here's the, here we go. Here's the angels taking them away. Okay. So there's Lot with the two angels and his two daughters. Now far left, you can see his wife looking back. She was told not to look back. So what happened to her is she got turned to a statue of salt. And there's another drawing of this from back from, from there she is. So there again, is our guy Lot being guided away with his two daughters by an angel. And there's his wife uh, standing there, you know, turned into a statue of salt as the city mm-hmm. is being like, it's being pelted by uh, like fire and brimstone. Crazy, crazy stuff. And as you now know, if you want to get away from any kind of nuclear blast or any kind of, you know, explosion like that, you go to higher ground so you can get away from the toxic fumes uh, from the whole deal, which is what these angels did. And of course, on top of this mountain, the cyanide area there, right? Lots more happened on this mountain. Now, my my the whole deal of the first thing in this book and the first thing that I read was okay wait a minute those weren't angels that was your classic story of that we've read in the Bible about races being created and God saying didn't turn out the way I like it Wipe I'm it blowing away. it up right blowing it up yeah um so the angels w- would uh, would be the the first aliens ancient aliens that would would come down and help or step in. Um, now, mind you, the Bible's a weird thing, right? Because after that, his daughters uh, got him drunk and had sex with him so they could get pregnant. And Marjorie Taylor Greene talks about the Democrats being pedophiles. Well, so. I, I, well this is the thing, right? So, but now, now here's here's my other point of this story: being um, an eager youngling at this time, what's worse? The fact that these could possibly be beings from another planet or that this guy gave was giving his daughter away, daughters away to be raped. And later on, his daughters raped him, which is the which is the worst part of this story. So, you know, digging in my mind and being a compassionate person, I've decided that the best part of that story would probably be that the uh, it was a visitor from from the skies that did this. For what reason? I don't know. So, you know what I did, Brent? I researched more. No way. Um, yeah, I did. I did. And you know what? It gives you a lot of uh, energy for when you have conversations about this, especially about the Bible. Because what we're not doing or what these, these folks aren't doing, mind you, this is one, this is one th- conspiracy theory that I, I like. I'd like to be true. I don't know if I've totally bought in. I'd like to say I bought in. Um, but I, I, I really believe this one to be, to be hingeable. I like it. Uh, I don't consider it a conspiracy theory. I don't consider it a conspiracy theory. It depends any, who you're any, talking to, right? Any more than, uh, sorry, in, with respect to the segment. Yeah, I was just yes. you. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yes. I mean, it's, it's a conspiracy theory from the standpoint of like it, it goes against the Bible and all the rest of it. But I, uh, and people will have their own on take on stuff. But it's the one that absolutely makes the most sense to me. Mm-hmm. The, the, the whole thing, like yeah. if you if you're so inclined as a human to, to find out, is there an afterlife and where do we go and all this stuff? 
this is the one that makes the most sense to me. Not where we go <laughs> or any of that thing, yeah. but how this, at least uh, the, the fact that maybe this world was was helped a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and when I speak to, and I've spoken to some Christian friends about this theory, and mm-hmm. they will always come back to, great, love your theory, it's awesome, but who created mm-hmm. them? So their thought is still that God created these aliens. Right. And, and so you'll never, it's never going to get to the point where of acceptance of like, they just, it just became because they, mm-hmm. you know, there was the giants and the giants got wiped out, you know, and then the, yeah. the you know, the idea that they were too big for this planet because they can only inhabit, you know. Well, they're starting things. to eat the people. They're starting yeah. to eat the smaller humans, there, right? So that's, well, that's that's our tomorrow, our next week, and that and that brought but the Anunnaki it, in, right? Yeah. So there's there's just there's just this thing to me that the so core, is that your favorite part though? That was what I was going to say. No, yeah. The, the core your, of this, the core of yeah. this part of the of this here, is mm-hmm. about technology. Mm-hmm. So my favorite part about this, that to me is undeniable. Thank you, Lonnie. Is this. Mm-hmm. All right, you can't have a civilization that has sticks and rocks mm-hmm. as a civilization be able to make intertwining, interlocking brick that yeah. goes together and has got by all by all accounts more technical uh, advanced technology involved in it yeah. than we still do in a Tesla. Dude, you like, well, what you do is is you you look for a YouTube video on an on a modern day engineer looking at that right there and watch what the modern day engine he's his mind is blown, dude. It's blown Ooh. away. And so for me, it's kind of like that to me is the uh, is all I need for for this kind the of thing. ultimate unexplained, right? It's it, like it's just, wow. It's all I need is because it just doesn't make. Yeah, and the other the other thing that they touch on in there is that that Danica mm-hmm. touches on in there and is that you can't draw what you can't what you don't know. So Chris, right. like if someone asked me to draw a catalytic converter, mm-hmm. no fucking clue. Yeah. But he tells a story in there about this kid that he went to school with that right. was from Russia, mm-hmm. and the teacher assigned him assignment of drawing a castle in the sky, right. and the kid didn't draw a picture, and he's like, why? He goes, because I've never seen a castle. Right. So if you've got hieroglyphics and you've got these drawings mm-hmm. in Peru and you've got them in uh, Mexico and you've got them in Egypt and you've got them in Vancouver and you've got them mm-hmm. in the Northwest Territories and they all look the same, there yeah. was no email. There was no one flying. Right. You can't draw what you can't see. And if everyone saw the same thing and they all drew the same thing, then mm-hmm. someone explain it to me because yeah. you're going to have to really convince me of otherwise that, that the, the, the people in Peru and the people in, in Egypt both drew the exact same things on the side of a wall. Yeah. How? Well, so that's only... what, that's what we're going to jump into next week from here. Cause that's the Bible's my, where it kicks favorite. off from, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I like that. That's great. Yeah. It was, we were, we were discussing about it earlier, right? But you can't, the piece of paper fitting through there. You can't even do that. It's just perfectly made. Perfectly made. So just again to just so the, the couple more things on the Bible here. We just got a couple couple minutes left. Um, uh, we're we're going to run a, a couple minutes over because Darren just messaged me and wants to join for a second. Okay, give, we'll, give his records. Okay. So. Um, well, well, I'm getting no, you. Keep okay. you keep going. Keep going. Well, just, okay. I was just going to say the other one is just that uh, you know the the burning bush of the Ten Commandments and such. It's again, it's is a really t- is he t- a bush is talking or is it better to think that maybe somebody from another planet came down? Right. Come on. Like I like you know that it I would think that if you told the story to someone 
you would sound more credible saying that somebody from, you know, a stranger from another world came down and an, an astronaut came down. Then, yeah, you know what, man? This bush was on fire. Fucking thing was talking to me. <laughs> Told me to go piss on this guy. I know what the hell he was telling me. And then Bush started laughing at me. Like either that or they're eating some major mushrooms at that point. Do you want to play that? All right. So 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 next week we are gonna we're gonna hit on the Sumerians and such, and it's gonna just ramp up from there, buddy. I'm gonna really start showing you some wild stuff because there's new stuff being shown. Uh, Gobleteki is uh, amazing in Turkey, and it's it was it's just. Yeah, I got yeah. yeah. So show that video that you wanted to show about. Uh, oh, sorry. The folks one more, from the one, more, one more thing, uh, yeah. and why they picked Peru. Yes. So Peru, and and one more thing to lean people there because I really like if anyone's inclined to watch this, you should find this documentary and also the new series because at least in the first two to three episodes, they talk about Peru, and if you go to Peru, they have like what looks like landing strips. And all these things, and where all these, you know, that goes with that's with the this, the Nazca lines. That's that but, whole deal there. Yeah. But the idea is also is that Peru has got all the world's natural resources in it. Mm -hmm. So everything that you could possibly find around the world, uh, mineral wise, uh, uh, anything that the world needs to survive. Is yeah. in Peru. Well, if you go to Easter Island, there's something there's there's a dirt on there which I'm gonna talk about next week that makes you young. I was just next week. Next week. Okay, so I was show this so show this deal. close to there, Chris. Because right I, I got stuff I actually got to do tonight. I, I got a job that I got to get finished here. So okay, so uh, Ray <laughs> Routh and May uh, Ray Routh and uh, Marianne Iveson from the network have been battling a little bit. Uh, Ray and uh, Marianne's got a great podcast called Let's Take This Outside. It's all about the outdoors and all about the outdoors people. But Ray doesn't believe that she actually goes outside ever. Uh, and it started an online war with her. Um, and she created this video for him. And um, she doesn't say much, but she wants us all to listen to the lyrics of the song to prove that she actually does go outside. Okay. basically telling Ray. Whoa, you, I, Ray. I get it. Wow, so now we got, ball, we got Ball Bounce and Bill and uh, Little Dude, there was Little Dude's name again? Uh, big, ba big Balls McGee. Big Balls McGee. I was going to say Big Dick McGee, but it was Big Balls McGee. Holy, we got some uh, we got some action going on here in the network. Man, we could we could have our own wrestling card. We could. We could We could <clears throat> fantasy book our own show. Right? Right? So I, we love could definitely I love it. I love it. We could definitely right, folks. do it. Yeah, so, dude, sorry. I, I just, um, I'm working on a couple things that I have to have done tonight. Um, and it's 10 o'clock here in Kingston. But what a great show. And again, our winners were Kim Burke and Remy Dufresne. That's right. That's what Congratulations. Those are winners. So I, I'm going to contact you right now um, while I'm doing my other stuff. Yeah. And we're, we'll have another contest coming up, if not this following show, but the next one. Um, I got a musical talent named Ev from Toronto who's going to be on next week. Um, and then more ancient aliens, and we'll talk about another cool subject, right? Oh, more, so, more ancient aliens. Don't, oh, definitely. Sure. I got lots more. Okay, friends. So I would like to thank everybody for tuning in. We are on the Cryer Network, the Cryer Media. Right, dude? Cryer Media Network out of Toronto. On yes. Canada, uh, on, on Canada. <laughs> Toronto, Ontario, uh, yeah, okay, our cool. friends, uh, so many podcasts over there, 50 plus yeah. podcasts. Uh, uh, the numbers just came out, uh, this week. 
mm-hmm. um, and uh, of what we've done in the first month, mm-hmm. which is absolutely insane uh, as Great. far as what the network itself has done. I have to do one little number here. I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 275,000 impressions a day. Wow, that's amazing. Network. Dang. And just We're the doing support it. of it. And well. everyone's supporting everybody and, wow. and, and your stuff. Oh, look at that. Well, Chris is going to jump, but Darren's going to join us. Uh, I'm going to go second. do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It'll be uh, Darren and I'll, Darren okay, and I'll run. I'll we'll, take we'll, do, we'll do a top five here when it goes to. But that's Chris Machete. Uh, he'll be back next week. It's his show. Yeah. And there's Darren Pfeiffer. Hey, buddy. I got a jet, dude. Hey. We'll talk to you guys soon. He's got to go. We're going to stay and talk about your five, and then uh, we'll go from there. That's uh, Darren Pfeiffer. Now, Darren, um, Chris listed Goldfinger's debut record as one of his favorites of all time, uh, as far as flawless, perfect, you know, front to back records. I can I can definitely say as a witness that uh, list you know being at his place and it was on all the time and he and everything that Chris did uh, from that point on involved that record for a long time. So. Um, I just uh, I, I thought, you know, perfect timing. We try to get you on to talk about it. But, uh, you know, it's towards the end of the show. But I appreciate you coming on, man. So thanks. Yeah, that record is a, a, a pretty good record. I'm not sure that it's, it's a perfect record. There's some there's some turds on it. Uh... <laughs> Music speaks to everybody differently, though. And I know where Chris lived on that. And, and, and that and, and that record for him is uh, I can speak from it. He he loves, loves, loves that album. So it is a good yeah, record. Buddy. I mean, so I like the I like to joke around a lot, but it's a pretty damn good record from start to finish. And you know, you only get you know everyone everyone's first record is their best record, right? So uh, yeah, because you get what you get your whole life to write the first one, and then you get eight days to write the second one, whatever that is. You know? I don't know. Like the, one of the one of the records in my top five, Dookie is 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 Green Day's third record. Yeah. So we got we. It's funny because I I went with I went with albums that um, initially we were talking about maybe flawless first records and then um and then it kind of we started poking around a bit on some things and and you know like chris has matthew sweets in there and uh and he's got a few other ones that are really cool we, um, we all agreed on van halen um but mm-hmm. uh there are some second and thirds that uh, that would definitely qualify for that so uh but you sent your list so we'll get to it before we let you go because i know you're busy too so i appreciate you making the time so um why don't you rhyme off your first record and we'll i'll throw a show graphic well here. this one right here paul's boutique the best in men's clothing called paul's boutique there in Look brooklyn, at that. brooklyn New i mean York. start Look to finish i mean it was a departure from from the first record. I mean, there was there wasn't any songs about poo poo, pee pee, and drinking, and it was all just one awesome sample after another before you know the law went into effect and they sure. wouldn't be able to do that now. But uh, and then it, it just flowed. The songs flow into each other, and before you know it, it's over, and you want to listen to it again. So Paul's yeah. Boutique by the Beastie Boys is is uh, in my top top five dookie like i mentioned from green day one of those records that goes by and like i think the running time is 38 minutes when i met chris he introduced me to this record and um that whole time changed my my life at at that time and uh it's so funny because the band takes a lot of shit but undeniable live and that record changed a lot of things i was you know admittedly i was a, a poison warrant tesla fan coming out of the 90s or 80s and early 90s still a tesla fan not afraid to say it um but uh no shame but we but we when we had this band and chris was like the first real songwriter 
that I had ever really met or worked with, you know, from that, from that standpoint. And we would sit down and he goes, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'd love to play this song by Tesla or something. And he just looked at me and he's like, Hmm. And then he just played like the first song, the first riff of the first song we ever wrote together, which was amazing. Uh, and then, and then it was like, Oh, it's going to be like this, like with a guy that writes songs. <laughs> so it was awesome. And he introduced Green Day Dookie and then everything that came with it and all of those records around that time. And Dookie holds a very dear place to me because um, it, yeah. uh, it, was, it was, you know, our, our first record, uh, Mr. Machete's first album, we, we did a not too on a different color uh, cover than that. So, you know, on a side note, we're talking about perfect records or records that are great all the way through. Do you know how hard it is to, to make a record that's perfect all the way through? I don't think Green Day thought about it. They just put some songs together and got lucky. I don't think Goldfinger didn't think about it. I mean, Paul's Boutique by Beastie Boys or, or the next one on my list, Master of Puppets by, by Metallica flawless all the way through i don't think they meant to do it i don't think a band says well, let's make a perfect record with no clunkers they just they hope that people like their music when they put it out it's the fans that listen to these records and say that i can put this on and then and then i'll put it on again and then i'll put it on again and and that's if you can get a record like that into your life you're lucky I agree. And, and uh, again, music speaks to everybody individually. So, you know, you, some, somebody might not like master puppets. They might like and justice for all better. You just never know where it's going to go. I mean, well, just because if I like, like vulgar, if I like vulgar display of power better than cowboys from hell, it doesn't make me any less than a Pantera fan. Um, yeah. Some would argue that, but whatever, but it's just <laughs> kind of one of those things that it's like, you know, to each their own. So, yeah. Yeah, you know. the people that like Injustice for All over puppets are people that don't like bass guitar. Understood. But there was a pretty substantial gap between that time. You know, it's, I love Master Puppets. I'm just saying, but my introduction to Metallica wasn't until Justice. There you go. Just the way there it goes. Q107 in Toronto. We never got any of that stuff. Yeah, I had to have yeah. the I had to have the high cousin that was like, "Hey, dude, come check this out, man." You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I, I got was. into them uh, right around Ride the Lightning. I had a, a friend of mine who actually had the No Life to Leather demo cassette. Jeez. And he uh, and this is before they were the band they even during Puppets era they weren't the band they were now. They were on their way up, and mm. it wasn't until Injustice for All and One came out where they really broke through, but. Even during Master of Puppets, they were underground, but the, sure. but the word got out about this demo called No Life to Leather, a cassette, and only like maybe 100 of them got out or, or 50 or whatever it was, but he had one, and it, it was it, it was amazing. But uh, uh, another record that to me is flawless from top to bottom, and you'll, you won't get a lot of people that argue this, is Back, Back in Black, uh, of course, uh, by ACDC. Which is, by the way, the second most high-selling record of all time. Chris had uh, Highway to Hell. Um, uh, what do you have in here? What do we have in here for? Number one, you know, of course, is Thriller. Yeah, Thriller. But uh, we which had is a good um, record all the way through as well. Yeah, we it's it it's in the well that you want to talk perfect record. That's that's the answer to your question. When when guys, you know, like we we're setting out to make the perfect record. There was a mission there to make that perfect Michael Jackson record. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is true. So the that's like Jones. it can be it can be done with uh, the appropriate funds and according and, and songwriters. I mean, we all know the this 
the the problem with the industry sometimes but that record is is undeniable though too so but it's you know you want to make a hit you can just go buy one you know you know it's funny when you came to me with the list of you know what's your five perfect records <clears throat> you know automatically i think about the greatest band of all time the beatles and they don't have a record in my opinion that doesn't have at least a couple clunkers on it right i mean rubber soul comes close revolver comes close but people are like, oh, the White Album is perfect. I'm like, no, there's not. There's some crappy songs on there. Like, I'm not a fan of Happiness is a Warm Gun. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a couple songs that are like, eh, I can To each their own. To each their own, right? Like, it's, yeah. uh, it, you just never, people, if someone loves the Beatles so bad, like you said, but Goldfinger, it's like, eh, it's not perfect. It's like, but Chris loves it. So it's perfect to him. It's flawless yeah. to him. You know what I mean? So, so there's like, to, you played in it, you had to make it. And then you're like, well, I, you know, well, I would have done, we should have thrown this, the bridge should have went longer, whatever. That's like yeah. little stuff, but what, how does it speak to you? And that's what we are focusing on. Right. So yeah, exactly. And number one for you. Uh, God, I think that I, wasn't that five. I don't think you said oh, this. Oh, I forgot. Of course. Duh. I don't have the list in front of me. Uh, London Calling, which is actually a double record. Um, it's a double record, but uh, and then also their third record, another another third uh, from a punk band. And again, you can listen to this record all the way through, and the, it'll take you on a journey. You'll feel like you're living in London at the time the band was around, writing songs, getting bigger, becoming the clash that we know and love today. And all the stories, it, it, it literally is a TV show on a record. It's a story. It tells well, you these stories of the, how they live their lives and, yeah. and the ways they live their lives and the loves and losses that they had. And, and you know, it's, it's hard not to hear Spanish bombs and not get sad. It's like, it's, it's, it's hard not to hear London Calling and not want to smash a bass. Honestly. How about that font? Oh, that's the, um, that's the Elvis font. <laughs> not enough they stole about that, that that's great uh well that's cool buddy that's uh you know um we'll dive into we're gonna have more we're gonna follow this up with you know we've been doing lists of you know the the best second record of all time and the best uh you know best second albums of all time there's lots to, to cover but we are at time so i appreciate your time buddy for coming uh for coming on and um I tried to get you right. Tried to get you right at the Goldfinger part where he was talking about the record. It would have been a nice little segue, but uh, we'll, we'll take anything we can get. And we got you at the end, so I appreciate it. So thanks for having me on, my friend. Yeah, buddy. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you in a bit. Cheers, bud. It's our pal Darren Pfeiffer from the band Goldfinger, uh, one of Chris's favorite albums of all time, their debut album. That's live from Machete Comics, and it's just me. I'm all alone in a room. It's probably time for me to go. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to our friends at the Cryer Media. It's live from Machete Comics. Be sure, very, very sure, that you go and like Machete Comics on Facebook. All right? There it is right there. Follow Chris Machete on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. It's a must-follow now. He's doing tons of stuff. He's daily content. He's got wrestlers making appearances. He's got all of his comics book art, art, art up there, which is incredible. Uh, we gave away two pieces tonight. Congratulations to Remy and Kim for winning. So many cool things coming out of that studio space. So be sure to add him to your life. You won't regret it. Um, man, there's so much to get into. Uh, we do Monday nights here on Cryer Media and machetecomics.ca, everybody, for 
all the things Chris Machete and all the things that he's up to. So there you go. That's live from Machete Comics. Running a little long tonight, but some good content. You guys have yourself a great night. Be excellent to each other. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Be excellent to each other. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.